Josh, I have to confess something. It's finally time, huh? It's finally time. I've been watching Shark Tank every single day for the past two and a half weeks. Wow, so it's like shark month for it's you. It's shark month. <laughs> it's shark month. Get ready. Buckle up. Um, I can't stop. You can't stop? I can't stop watching Shark Tank. Have you had Shark Tank dreams? Have you no. been pitching? So you it hasn't seeped into your subconscious yet? I think that I was like, when I started, I thought that this was going to be a really relaxing show because it's just the same plot again and again. Sure. Um, but I'm getting, I don't know that a reality show has a plot. Well, you know, but it's, it's not structure. to think about. Yeah, it's like it's every single week, you know, Mark Cuban's being mean to someone. You know, Lori Grenier gets in a fight. People are pitching. A child comes in. They're too smart for their own good. It makes me feel bad about myself. It's the same thing every week. Sure. But I think I'm getting too engaged in it. Because hmm. I've been I've been now staying up late Googling each one of the products and where they are now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who has had the most success post Shark Tank and who has had the least success? Well, that's a really good question. What I was shocked to learn is 50% of the deals they make on Shark Tank don't go through. Interesting. Yeah, so they walk out looking like a hero. Turns out they're a zero. I will say that I would imagine that the terms of the investment are probably heinous in only because my college acapella group was invited (gasps) to be on the sing-off. I thought you were going to say Shark Tank. No, not on Shark Tank. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because we need more money for beer. Please invest in us. <laughs> we are looking for a $50,000 for 70% equity. No, we were invited to be on the what? sing-off no, tell with me about the hosts, this. Sean Stockman of Boys to Men and Ben Folds. Why is Ben Folds host- hosting this? Because he is musically very, very smart. Okay, cool. Um, did you never see the sing-off? The no. N- NBC's The Sing-Off, which was like an American Idol-style show for acapella groups, no, both I professional and amateur. No! So it was a whole TV show about acapella, which came out right when I was doing acapella, which <gasps> made me feel really fucking cool. So the country has been taken over at this point with acapella fever. Yes. Between that and Pitch Perfect, they came out within like the same five-year period. Okay, so you are in the midst. Yes, I'm in the zeitgeist. You're in the zeitgeist screaming fans at all of your shows. Yes, exactly. People cannot get enough acapella. They can't get enough of New England small liberal arts school acapella. Yes, they're loving it. So So what happened? I wasn't in the group at this time, but it was right before I joined. And apparently we got the invite for season one to be like the college group that was in it. Oh. The the all-male college group that was in it. But we didn't take it because we would have had to like... There were a lot of questions around, one, you had to fly out all the time, and it just like was going to screw up everyone's academic schedules so they, and things like that. But they, more importantly, they, if you win and or you do recordings, you give away the rights to like NBC Universal Music. And that's oh. the record label for it. And so there was a question of like, A, we don't own any of this anyway because it's not original music. And two, what does that mean for a group that... It cycles every four years. So, right. like, is it with the group entity as a whole? Is it that particular group of people? Yeah. So on and so forth. So we didn't take it because even though it would have been a cool opportunity, it was just, like, logistically so one-sided and the contractually so one-sided. So I so they don't just film it all. They're not just, like, come out for a week, we're filming the same No, off. they do that for the first couple rounds, but then there's, like, voting and shit that happens and things like that. So you would have to come out, you know, every other week or something like that if you advance. And, of course, we were going to advance. Yeah. We're the brown fucking derbies. You guys would have won. Speaking of swearing, which <gasps> I just did. You did so many times in that little delightful story about did I? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't even notice it anymore. This is Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh Linden. I'm Paula Skaggs. And we are here to talk about things that we earnestly, sincerely love and to not be cynical. And this week's topic is Some swearing. Swearing. <laughs> Josh and I earnestly love to say bad words. We love to be bad. We're just kind of like people. a couple of bad teens over here. Yeah, we're so. like super, super alt. Yes, yes. You know me and Josh. Josh and his uh, Acton, Massachusetts T-shirt. Me and my overalls. Oh no, this is not just an Acton, Massachusetts T-shirt. This is my elementary school. So then, Paula, when is it appropriate to swear? 
like what time of day? All day, every day. Yeah. In sure. meetings, out of meetings, on the bus. I more meant at dinner. <laughs> I, I guess I mean two different things when I ask that. I mean, in what company is it? Like, what polite company is mm-hmm. it okay to swear? Mm-hmm. Like work versus home versus whatever it is. And then also, at what age is it okay to start swearing? These are two very good questions. I think as far as the age goes, I rem- I specifically remember like the first time I swore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt so bad about it. Oh, and no. I don't even know if my mom would remember this, but um, there was like, we were watching a movie and mm-hmm. somebody says, um, move your effing, you know, chew or something like that. Paula, we have an explicit tag on okay, this I thing. Can you can say it. Uh, I would, your, it would be okay. funny if it, this entire episode <laughs> we talk about swearing, we sub in other words for it. <laughs> move your freaking. Um, or was, we bleep out every single swear <laughs> as this goes through. Just not able to listen. So somebody in a movie, I was probably eight, seven or eight years old. And somebody was like, Oh, move your fucking shoe. I feel weird swearing in the podcast. It's okay. Isn't We've funny? done it a bunch of times. It's um, weird that you, it feels weird when you consciously swear, yes, right? That is, it feels weird to be like, now it is time to say a bad word. Um, yeah. So somebody was like, oh, move your effing shoe. And uh, I turned to my mom and I just said, you didn't swear there. I know I'm breaking up your cadence, but you, you I know, but now it's head. like so in my head. So then I turned to my mom and I was like, who has to move their fucking shoe? And I felt so bad, burst out crying. Was not in any trouble because it was an accident. Uh, but I felt so bad and I thought about it for so long. And then then you just get to an age and I feel like maybe it's late high school, college for sure, where you're like, swearing actually rules. I feel like there's a, if I were to graph this, where the x-axis is time sure. and the y-axis is volume of swears. Okay. So... Time is on the x-axis, volume of swears is on the y-axis. It starts off right at the bottom from like zero years when you can't talk at all mm-hmm. to like maybe there's a blip when you are a toddler and one of the first words oh. you accidentally learned like in a sitcom, like they hear the word shit or whatever yes. and then it, you know. And that's like, oh, comedy. no. That's comedy. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Then it goes down because you realize swears are bad. You realize swears are bad. Then maybe it goes up a little bit when you're like, ha, 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 swears. I've learned what they are, but I'm not going to use them. But I have the knowledge. I have the knowledge, and I would never actually use them, but it's funny if we're on the playground and we're both all going to say, like, piss or whatever it is. Yeah. Then you hit puberty. Mm -hmm. And at least for me, I don't know how it was for you. But I hit puberty and immediately became a salty sea dog (laughs) with a dirty, dirty mouth. (laughs) Where What's I just that like Massachusetts blood. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I only did it in accent. <laughs> you were you were smoking a little bubble pipe, wearing a little pea coat. Yeah, right. I had the big the waiters on. <laughs> no, but I feel like that's the point where you start getting your own independent friends and like you chose to have these friends rather yes. than like these were the friends that I've always had. They're and not or, just like the people that live by you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or I went to class with you chose your friends. Like I had camp friends at that point. Right. Then you hit like high school stuff like that. And I feel like it became less cool to swear mm-hmm. in that way. Like you could swear. But, but now you're kind of over it. I feel like you realize swearing doesn't make me cool. It's how you deploy the swear yeah, is what makes you cool. And then you get into college and it like just becomes part of the vernacular because everyone's around the same age and that kind right. of stuff. And then I feel like you realize that you have to be more professional and you s- start subbing in things for aren't swearing. For me, accidentally finding myself in the business world, you can swear whenever you want. It's totally fine. You and totally it's just can. accepted part of you just have to like read the other person. Yeah. But. It's just like everyone has agreed that you don't swear in front of children and you don't swear in front of people who seem like they wouldn't like you swearing. But otherwise, you can swear whatever the hell you want. Josh, you just lived a thousand lives in that timeline of swearing. Yeah. I'm really impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I will say that I think that um, we're probably both good kids. We were not bad kids. That's an accurate statement. And I think that when we were not experimenting with like drugs or alcohol or like sneaking (laughs) out. And I think that swearing was probably like a uh, very innocent rebellion. Yes. Because you're like being bad, but like 
arbitrarily. There's no repercussions. There's no repercussions. And like, even if you got caught, it's like, don't say that. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not like you were saying that. And I would have never used it to like demean someone. I don't think. Never. You know what I mean? Like, it's, no, it would just be like, look at that goddamn chair. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, like, f- fuck this calcomb work. Yeah. Yeah. But it would never be like in, in anger at a person. God, but swearing in the workforce. Yeah. That's interesting. I um I very rarely do. Uh, although I do get mad at work uh, when people play ping pong for nine hours a day mm-hmm. loudly. It is so loud. Uh, and I have sworn at that. But for the most part, I have chills right now. <laughs> Literally chicken chills up and down my arm. Wait, um, what did you say? They're chicken chills up and down my arm. Goosebumps. Chicken chills? Yeah, goosebumps. Chicken chills. Is that a regional thing or something you just chose to do? Um, to be honest, I, I think that... Uh, I think I picked it up because a really cool girl in middle school once called it chicken gels and everyone thought it was very endearing. So then I started saying it, but now it's kind of like stuck. Chicken chills. It's just, yeah. you just sub out the bird. It's synonyms. Basically yeah, it's like not goose, goose it's chicken chills. Yeah. I've heard goose pimples, about, which like, feels uh, gross. Eh, I don't like that. But if you think about like a, a raw piece of chicken. Yeah, no, I know. It's got like little bumps on yeah, it. When's the last time you saw a raw piece of goose? Get I out have, the door. I have goose every Christmas. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't celebrate Christmas. No, but um, I was at... No, I can't. But we have to keep talking about chicken chills. I'm oh, sorry okay, to railroad cool. this yeah. for a minute. No, no, no. Please. please. It's somehow, yes, more endearing and so much grosser to me. So much grosser. So much grosser because goosebumps sounds so like... It's so out there that you're not really envisioning it. When you say goosebumps, you're picturing like the little bumps on your arm. You're not picturing like a raw hunk of goose skin. Yeah. yeah. But chicken chills, (laughs) you gotta picture it. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like there's probably restaurants out there that are a small regional Arizona franchise called the Chill Chicken or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's the mascot is, um, I need you to picture this. It's a chicken. And, um, I, I think it's not, maybe, maybe it's just like the, the chicken with no head. It's like, you know, a chicken ready to be cooked. Oh, what I was going to say is it's a chicken, but it's dressed up like the fawns. Like it's a rooster, you know, it's got like a leather jacket and sunglasses and it's, it's hair is quaffed. Oh, that's cool. See, I was picturing just a really vulgar raw chicken. (laughs) Like like Uh, a scientifically drawn chicken. Yeah. And it's in a freezer. There's snow all around. There's like other little frozen goods around. It's laying there wearing Bermuda shorts, you know, like fun, funky shorts, holding one of those big mirrors that you use to tan. (laughs) It's a Tommy Bahama chicken. Yes. (laughs) It's a cool chicken. This chicken wants to go to a train concert later. I suppose that's not Tommy. Train? (laughs) I suppose that's not Tommy Bahama. But you're telling me that somebody who shops at Tommy Bahama doesn't also listen to train. I would have gone with. Uh, Jimmy Buffett probably first, then maybe the Grateful Dead, who are playing in Chicago this weekend in the rain. Yeah. And it's a lot of traffic. They're all loving it, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I feel like Train is the band that they're like, this new band's pretty good. (laughs) This new band. I feel like Train doesn't swear. Yes, I doubt Train swears. Yes, because they they are the (laughs) embodiment of what like a 13-year-old thinks rock and roll is. Yes. Yes. Hey, soul sister. <laughs> um, what other bands are there? Well, I know um, it's not a band, but I know that Jerry Seinfeld famously does not swear. He doesn't go blue. He doesn't go blue. <laughs> Kramer. <laughs> Wait, do your Seinfeld impression. Already? We're, we're in episode whatever this is, yeah. but early in the podcast and I'm already doing this. Yeah. What's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> <laughs> I don't swear. <laughs> I swear I don't swear. <laughs> okay, not bad. Thank you. Thank you. I think my greatest talent is doing impressions that are if that are close enough that you're like, I see what you're going for, but they aren't right. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were doing an SNL showcase and you were like, here's Seinfeld, they'd be like, okay. Yeah. But right now, I'm amazed. Yeah, I was like, Ray Romano. <laughs> it's close enough. Sorry, can you do that one again? 
Linda. I would love, and you know, one day we'll set aside 10 minutes of the pod for this. Um, if you could just write up a sketch where it's you as Ray Romano having a conversation with you as Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, and it's the same voice. All the swearing. Time. Yeah. Dear listeners, Ernie's and Bert's, we're going to do a definitive power ranking of swear words. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> um, but to do that, there are hundreds, nay, thousands of swear words. Oh, there's variations. There's different languages. There's, you know, made up ones. <laughs> I don't think we're going to dig into different languages on this <laughs> one, Bob. We're going to cover... <laughs> Every swear word, every in language. every language. Yeah. And every regional difference on them. Yes. But I think let's start with maybe the Hall of Famers, the OGs. Yes. Just and we'll rank those. Cool. So Josh, do you want to uh do you want to list out what those would be? Yes. Okay. And I'll help. Yes. So these are the ones that we're gonna talk about today. Fuck. Frick. Shit. Shoot. Damn. Dang. Ass. Butt. Bastard perfect swear not gonna change it hell heck piss p suck oh no <laughs> so i think let's do let's talk about usability great here or most you know what why don't we do this most fun to use that's the power ranking we're going most to use. fun to use um cool so i think ship not as fun no not Ass, as fun. Not that fun. Not as fun. So maybe that's kind of our our bottom. Yeah. I would uh, I would put hell in there too. Yeah. Although I like to use uh hell in the wrong place. Uh-huh. Which is always kind of fun. So could you give me an example of this? Look at that Helen piano over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> hell is one of them that it it cannot turn into an adjective. Yeah, or an adverb or anything yeah, like that. It's, it's not linguistically of, useful in that way. Yes, and so in that case, try it out tomorrow at the workplace. You know? <laughs> Whoa, at, cool, dude. That's a Helen minivan that you're driving. <laughs> I like it because it's, we're, in our mind, I think it's H-E-E-H-E-L-L-I-N apostrophe. Yeah, for but sure. I kind of like that it's like a Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a different slang, and I'll add that to Urban Dictionary. Oh, later. like H E L E N. Yeah, is... like oh, sick! You got that new Helen Xbox. <laughs> like it's so cool. It's a Hello. Helen. Welcome to your Xbox. <laughs> okay, so this is not a swear word, but it is a fun slang. <laughs> Into the Urban Dictionary, it goes. It's kind of uh, hell feels retro, yeah, in a way too, because it was like, like the retro. first swear you were allowed to use. Yes. At least I was allowed to use. I did not. I would imagine in certain uh, households, if yes. they are more religious, that would feel like that was a uh, really bad word to use. But right. Jews don't believe in hell, so <laughs> what the hell? Free run, baby. Um, okay, so what's what's our next one? So I don't remember what we said earlier. Yeah, who does? We had like nine cups of coffee. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's early on a Sunday. It is 6 a.m. on a Sunday. Can you believe? I can't believe I got up. <laughs> so we've eliminated a couple... I think right now, the words that are still in contention are fuck, shit, damn, ass, bastard, hell, piss, and suck. Okay. I would say suck goes down. It's not yeah. worth it. No. It's like, it's not strong enough. You can only use it in certain situations. Yeah. It's it's one of those weird words where it's not a swear word, but it's not not a swear word. It right. Like, you'd still get middle ground. Yeah. Hell, piss, and suck all feel like they're of a, regardless yeah. of their comedic value, those are all things that... Yeah. You would sub in another word for it because your parents would probably get mad at you when you're first swearing. It feels like training swears. Yeah. Right? Like, because people will say PO'd instead of saying pissed off. Yes. Like, there will be certain people will substitute things in. And so it is a swear. And piss is so fucking funny. They're so funny. It's so funny to use it as an adult. It's so funny. I'm really pissed off right now. Yeah, right. Yes, I love that. So does that mean they keep down or does that mean hell and piss are moving on up i would say that suck definitely is not moving suck, on you're done sorry hell and piss let's keep them in for for a minute and we'll go from there yep um damn the og the original damn 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 <laughs> okay i'm liking that one yeah because it's funny uh i love i don't like damn as like the thing that i'm going to if I say something, if something yeah. happens yeah. and like, oh no, Josh, 
you've forgotten to book this reservation at the restaurant. I'm not going to go, damn. But <laughs> Oh, but I wish you would. I know. It just I wish feels very would. dated versus being like, like, give me that damn sausage. <laughs> Both of these are perfect examples. I love it because it, it does make you sound like this, like, old Southern gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> All right, I, I like that one. I ha- I hadn't thought of that. Damn. <laughs> damn, damn. I guess damn. it's better if you if you can turn the A in damn to a uh to a diphthong. Damn. Damn. Okay, <laughs> damn and uh and Helen Mirren are moving up for me. I know most people spell it the correct way with an N at yeah. the end of it. That was interesting to me when I first learned it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right, so we've got that shit. Yeah. It's fine. It's just like It's fine. I don't know. It's like it's the best western of swears. Yeah. Like it's economical. Yeah. It's there. You always know it's going to be there at the end yeah. of the day if you can't find a place to you can't find a swear to use, you can always use shit. If you're exhausted, if you've been driving all night, if you just need something that feels familiar right it's like look you've been driving on a road trip it feels to me the word feels so traditional it feels really traditional bad you know sometimes you need a swear word sometimes you don't have the time or the energy to go into the depths of your brain and pull out you know a fun glamorous chain of words to insult someone exactly exactly you don't have that sometimes Sometimes all I want to do at the end of a long day, turn on Seinfeld, you know, eat what's the most like, what's like a comfort food? Beans. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying like mashed potatoes. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. I don't eat a lot of beans, but yeah, all right, we'll just go with beans and mashed potatoes. And you just want to say the shoot word. Yeah, I feel like I say that word more to actually sub in for the thing that it is yeah. rather than as an exclamation, as a swear. Like what? I'll be like, I am going to go take a shit. Oh, but it's funnier to say poop. It, poop is a funnier word, Josh, so Josh, we're gonna Josh. eliminate it. I do like the idea of um. Oh, so I'll use uh, I'll use the shoot word as like, oh, look at that shoot. But I kind of like now using hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is really growing on me. Be like, oh, look at that, all, all that hell. <laughs> this is only funny for you. <laughs> I know because it feels like I don't fully know how to swear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our contenders still are fuck. Damn, ass, bastard, hell, and piss. The two that I don't think we've talked about are ass and fuck. All right, well, ass, fun. Ass is really fun. Because ass is also, you get to, it can both be its own swear. Yeah. It's got a lot of meanings. And it becomes a modifier Yes. On other swears, it can it's the it's like a caboose that you yes. can add on to other like shit ass, yeah, shit ass, fuck ass. I love um, hell I ass. Love, I love a, I love an ass hat. Yeah, totally. You know, I like throwing another word in there. Yeah. I like that one. You know, the f word is not doing it for me. So here's the thing: damn shit and fuck feel like they are like those are the OGs. That's the Mount Rushmore of yes, swears. Yes, you know what I mean. Well, what's your fourth, Helen? <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, it's it's to be determined. Okay. Um but and fuck is just so usable yeah. cuz it's every part of speech. Yeah. It can be It's versatile. It's versatile. Um Josh, what was that uh what were those videos um uh god, something rock. It was like uh they did the bill on Capitol Hill. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just picturing a Schoolhouse Rock video about the linguistics of the <laughs> F word. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like a cartoon being like, it's an adjective, an adverb, a verb, and a noun. (laughs) Use this for everything. I'm Frankie the fuck boy. (laughs) Gonna teach you. We're gonna learn how to use fuck today. I want to be like the little kid being like, gee, Frankie, I don't think I quite get it yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, But here's my thing with the F word. Too simple, too obvious. Mm-hmm. Of course, it feels good in your mouth. Of course, it's a perfect word. Of it, course. Yeah, of course. It's, yes, it's the right number of plosive yes. consonants. Feels it feels amazing to say. It feels amazing to say. It feels amazing to say, and that's why I let myself say it once a year, and I enjoy that second. <laughs> on, on, but <laughs> You say fuck once a year on your birthday. <laughs> once a year on my birthday. I just wake up in the middle of the night, I whisper it. 
Um, <laughs> exactly at midnight. Exactly at the time I was born. Midnight. So we've been talking about this for 15 minutes. Yeah, and we haven't finished the ranking. And guess what, listeners? We're not going to. So why don't we just decide between damn, ass, bastard, hell, and piss? Hell. 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 <laughs> I know I was like not team hell, but now I'm so team hell. <laughs> Look at this Helen list. <laughs> hey, Paula. Hey, Josh. I heard that you had a segment ready. I do. Get ready for... <laughs> okay, that's our new theme song for Small Town Festival. Small Town Festival is a segment where we celebrate some of America's most wild little festivals mm -hmm. um, because they're very earnest and they're very sweet and we love them. And this is a really special one because it is a listener submitted festival. Woo! Woo! It's our first one um, submitted by Valerie in Tennessee, uh, who is a wonderful human being who submitted a wonderful festival. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for it? I am on the edge of my seat, Paula. You're... There is no way you can see this one coming. There's no way. Are you ready? I am very ready. Josh, it's the RC Cola Moon Pie Festival. <sighs> I know. Like RC Cola, the brand, and Moon Pie, the brand. A match made in heaven. A match made in heaven. It is the 25th anniversary of the festival. So it's not, is it the 25th annual or is it just the 25th anniversary of Unclear. it? Unclear. <laughs> they took a 10 year break. Unclear. Um, it says this Southern dynamic duo is celebrated with kings and queens, music, food, entertainment, games, a parade, and lots of happiness. I want to go to this so bad, but it says it is cel to celebrate three Southern traditions. RC Cola, Moon Pies, and Historic Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Close to home, but a world away. You, I blacked out after you said kings and queens. I, I did not know that RC Cola and Moon Pie, are they a combination? Are they to be eaten together? Are they Southern? Is it an RC Cola Moon Pie? No, it appears to be. Well, okay, so the photos are um, lots of photos of mascots. An RC Cola, another person, Moon Pie. Got it. Isn't that so wild? Isn't that the most exciting thing you've ever heard? It's making me crave both. I don't know that I've ever had either. What? I don't think I've ever had... Is it... Oh, Josh. I don't think I've ever had an RC Cola. I've been like, ha, 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 that's an old soda. Like a, like a Mr. Pibb or something like that. Uh, My parents probably drunk, drunk, drank <laughs> RC Cola. I think that an RC Cola feels very charming and endearing. Sure. Like, I... To be honest, if I have the opportunity to have an RC Cola, and you know, you know I'm a Diet Coke girl through and through. You know, you're looking around my house right now. You're saying, this is built with Diet Coke. Well, you do have that Diet Coke tattoo. It's my whole face. Yeah. Do you think it's too much? I don't know. I mean, you get free Diet Cokes wherever you go, right? Does it look crazy when I open my eyes and there's two holes in the Diet Coke? <laughs> two <laughs> eyes in it? Um, okay, so RC Cola, wonderful fun. A moon pie, I'm shocked you haven't had. I probably have. I just... May know it by a different name. Well, there's no other name. Um, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm simply going to have to bring one next time. A moon pie, just using the Wikipedia description, is an American confection popular across much of the United States, mm -hmm. uh, which consists of two round graham cracker cookies, marshmallow filling, dipped in a flavor coating, typically chocolate, but sometimes you can find a banana one and it rules. Yeah, I've definitely never had this. Josh, I'll buy you one. Also, they have a great Twitter presence. Wonderful. Yeah. So follow follow Moon Pie on Twitter. It's one of the few corporate brands that's like <laughs> very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what comedy writer is doing this, but um Paula, can you give me the list of things that's happening at this festival again? Sure. Sorry. I got lost. I got lost in the Moon Pie Wikipedia page. So, okay. So a little bit of backstory. It um it says it celebrates the South's original fast food. Ice cold RC cola and fresh moon pie. Fresh moon pie sounds like it's a euphemism for the cow pies. Yes, it really does. Um, <laughs> I, again, I cannot stress enough. I'm not sure if this is an actual 
quote unquote, the original South's fast food, or if a guy just was like these ruled together 25 years ago, said, check this shit I'm imagining, out. Yeah. Like, oh, I just use a swear word. You just swear. I did. Good for you. Um, I'm about, yeah, like Clem Stevenson <laughs> from like. Clem is, is like, I love this. I love me a moon pie and some RC Cola. Yeah. Do I sound like I'm from the South? That was pretty good. Uh, okay, so this is this sounds like a really delightful festival. Would love to go. Starting out with a ten k, a ten mile run and a five k, <laughs> which you probably need to do to, I, have the, to burn up the number of moon pies <laughs> you're about to eat. I'll tell you what. When we go here, I'm sleeping right through those. I'm absolutely sure. I'm absolutely not even waking up. But if you do run, you get. Um, RC Cola and Moon Pies. So that should not be. Makes sense. So then after the runners are cheered in, the festivities begin. And then it's looking like we're talking all of the things that you would hope. A craft fair. Mm -hmm. The mid-state cloggers are making an appearance. We give the awards to the runners again. This seems to be kind of a a central, more of a central part than you would expect it Mm -hmm. to be. Um, then well, the mids- if RC Cola and Moon Pies stand for anything, it's physical fitness. <laughs> it's physical fitness. <laughs> then guess what? At 11 a.m., mid-state cloggers are taking the stage again. Wow. They weren't done. Who are the mid-state cloggers? I, I, I imagine they clog dance, right? I'm imagining they're dressed like Moon Pie and RC Cola. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they're just a fashion show of clogs. Yeah, maybe. Which, as a clog aficionado myself. Um, then, there's <laughs> a, then there's a parade 30 minutes after the cloggers, which I'm sure. not sure is long enough. Um, then there's the king and queen coronation, which obviously we're running for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine that is you have to. It's feats of strength, and if you can pull the moon pie out of the stone, you're the one true king. <laughs> yes, and also RC cola chugging. Yeah, <laughs> RC uh, cola shotgun contest. <laughs> At twelve forty-five, pr- prizes for the following: furthest traveled, youngest, oldest. <laughs> <laughs> some of those don't need imagine oh my god paula I'm so i don't know if you want festival. i don't know if you want children ever but imagine ha- why pl- do i need children when i have a podcast <laughs> listener she just winked at me <laughs> i feel very uncomfortable um imagine planning out your child so that they were born the morning <laughs> of the rc cola moon pie festival so that you could win youngest. Oh. The glory of it. To start off your life with an award from the Moon Pie RC Cola Foundation? Yeah. Incredible. A scholarship to all schools. <laughs> That's probably the prize, right? For youngest? It's not just a scholarship. It's automatic ex- admittance. Yeah. No, no matter what. Phone to RC in. University. RC <laughs> University. <laughs> um, so then we have RC Cola Moon Pie Games. Uh, we have photo opportunities with RC and Moon Pie cast and characters, which I can only imagine is Moon Pie RC Cola can. Are there notable characters? Uh, <laughs> but we're not done yet because there's one thing left. At 4.30 p.m., we are talking world's largest Moon Pie. Whoa. And I'm assuming the bar is set fairly low because Moon Pie is a brand. So just make it a couple, like a couple centimeters bigger each year. Paula, this has been around for 25 years, though. So I would argue that at this point, maybe the world's largest moon pie is the size of a town. The whole town is moon pie. Think about what's changed in the last 25 years. We the didn't internet. have. Yeah, the Internet exists. Twitter. <laughs> um, I would love a town made of moon pie. And I am picturing right now laying my head down on a moon pie. I sleep in a moon pie bed. What if it's like. You're in the like marshmallow bit of it in the center, yes. and then they put a little graham cracker on top of you. It's like a capsule hotel. That's so fun until they eat you. Um, but terrible, <laughs> terrible news. This was yesterday. So we're we've got to start planning next year. It's traditionally the third Saturday. Oh, Paul, you have time to have that baby now. <laughs> <laughs> the being earnest moon pie. Yes, if people want to sponsor. If people want to sponsor Paula having a baby. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> off the table. The It can be the being earnest RC Cola moon pie baby. No, no, no. If somebody wants to have a baby <laughs> who's not me, have it be born the have it be born the third Friday in June. Then we'll stop by. We'll bring it in the third Saturday in June. We'll next take year. pictures. We'll take. We'll come down. You'll we'll get take a free pictures. subscription. To you know what? I'm actually earnest. busy probably. So Josh will just bring my picture and then you guys can take a picture with my picture. <laughs> 
Um, but this is a very charming festival. I want to go so badly. Uh, so shout out to RC Cola Moon Pie Festival in Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Hey, Josh. Yeah, Paula. So we talked about what age you swear. We talk about swears. But what situations are you swearing? Is it appropriate to swear? Before we start that, I will say that you were being, you did not swear a lot earlier in this podcast. And then you put on a hoodie and put the hood up and suddenly you're, you're a potty mouth. Yeah. I guess now that I kind of look like a cool boxer. (laughs) I will also say during the break, we uh, submitted a new word to urban dictionary. Paula, do we have the results yet? Has it been accepted yet? No reply. Okay guys. So I submitted Helen apostrophe to urban dictionary. Um, the definition was when something is super, super rad, a combination of hell and Helen Mirren. It's so good. It needs the power of both. The example sentence is, whoa, dude, that's a Helen pair of Air Jordans. Let me try them on. But bad news, it was not published. Did they reject it? They rejected it. So, um, so Josh, just give me a second. I'm going to go ahead and resubmit. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and listeners, this is my commitment to you. Number one podcast about earnest stuff every week number two i will keep submitting helen as a word on urban dictionary until it is approved all right i'm i am gonna tweak it up a little so i don't get flagged so now it is spelled h-e-l-l-e-n cool perfect so when can you swear that was the question right Mm, not on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) when can you swear or when do you swear when do i swear What a good question. Josh, when are you swearing? There's probably two discrete situations in which I realize that I am actively swearing because I have a little bit of a potty mouth. And so I'll use it. I'll use swears in regular conversation. I don't even realize it. Like I think happened earlier in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Two times where I will utter an expletive. One of them is... Sometimes if I get an email that is just not smart, it's just one of those emails where you're like, an annoying this email. is an annoying email. This is wasting I've, my time, my yes, energy. Yes. I found myself just accidentally, involuntarily saying out loud to myself, like, what a fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> or like, are you fucking kidding me? What a dumb thing to do right. <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, I don't actually feel that way about that person. But uh, I've become uh, salty and uh, angry and cynical, apparently. So that I actually is, love that energy for you. Yeah, right. Because I'm otherwise pretty positive. Yeah. <laughs> I turn it like but I got a bad. He cannot stand a bad email. I can't Do send not bad. send him a dumb question. Yeah, exactly. You can send me dumb questions. Perfect. Yeah. I will. Uh, but don't send me them. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, that and I am slow to anger, generally. I, I yeah. don't get very angry very quickly, but there's a couple triggers, and one of those... You do not want to give me this power. <laughs> one of those is being stuck in traffic for longer than an hour. Oh, yeah. And driving, yes. which I don't do. I drove for the first time a few weeks ago. Oh, it doesn't it feel so weird? It feels so weird. It feels so foreign. I've started telling people I don't drive. Interesting. I, I mean, I still have a license, but I, I just don't yeah, drive same. anymore. I drove a little bit, and it was like the first 10 minutes were like, how do I do this? How do, I drive literally once a year for yeah. probably like 30 minutes. But when I did drive, when I get stuck in traffic, it's just like the worst. It's just a slow burn of like just yes. anxiety. And I just start getting uh, what I think we've both referred to as light road rage. Light road rage. Yes, yeah, so like we're not going to do anything about it, but it's so frustrating, especially... I will say I feel that especially if I have somewhere to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate being late. I hate being late. I hate being I late. I apologize to you for, ten, for being 10 minutes late today. Yes. And I will say I am consistently late. I am always late. And I hate it every single minute of it. <laughs> I hate every single minute of it. Um, but uh, I think it's because like traffic is so frustrating to be. So it's even worse when you have somewhere else to be. And I mm-hmm. think it's almost worse for me if I'm a passenger specifically like in an uber or something oh yeah because it's like i have no control over it and it's not the driver's fault but it has become the driver's fault yes in my mind yes definitely and also when the driver makes a choice 
where they've got a choice between two different ways to do something Mm -hmm. and you have to be somewhere and they make the wrong one. Yes. They make the wrong one either because like they're following the GPS and they're not familiar with the area or like sometimes people just don't want to get on the highway. Yeah. And, but that's the best choice, even though there's traffic. And I, again, very hard job. It is like, it's super hard job. But in my mind, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me in my mind, why don't you know all the intricacies of my neighborhood in my mind i'm like well they have a personal vendetta against me yeah right exactly meanwhile if i'm driving i make a mistake everyone can chill you know what mistakes happen let me be you know what i've never understood what where people are like you know what this thing went wrong today like there's nothing i can do about it let me just accept it and like it's not a bad thing that like you have to sit and be with your thoughts for a little bit longer you know what i mean like it's like i hate this my is, thoughts this is what's happening today this is just the way the day is going and i'm just gonna accept it no no you can there's always a better way to do things i i personally hear hear them saying that i love to stew and fester in my anger <laughs> i love for that 10 20 minute delay just ruin my whole day mm-hmm. i love for that rest of the day now now it's a bad day in my mind now every little thing that happened i'm like this day's bad i had that happen to me yesterday did you you had so, a bad day i, I had an okay day but Josh. Wh- so my improv team had a show scheduled okay um for the 6 p.m saturday slot that we sometimes get scheduled into I love a 6 p.m. slot because that means you have the night to do stuff still. Yes. So it's actually and you get randos in the show. So you're not just playing for other teams, which is really great. It's also, you know, it's late enough that people don't have plans, but they don't have plans yet. It's actually a very good slot to have a show. However, the problem was not so much when the show was happening. It was that the show was happening. And none of us knew because either we missed it at the beginning of the month that it was on this calendar or... It got changed and no one told us, which is also totally possible. And so the problem was that I just wasn't planning for it. It's not like I had other plans for the day, but the fact that it was happening and it changed the my conception of the entire day and the weekend, I was like, I don't want to do this show. I, I It's only an hour and I enjoy making make ups with my friends, but... I don't want to do this. And it's throwing off my entire day. Yes, yes. This is interrupting my plans to do nothing. Yes, I was planning on figuring it out and figuring out what I wanted to do. But now I have to do something and interact with people I like. Uh, Yes. What gets you swearing, Paula? Though I I think we've learned that you feel very uncomfortable swearing. What? So what? What passes that threshold for you? Well, the thing is, I think it's like we talked about. I don't feel uncomfortable swearing, but I feel uncomfortable with a planned swear. Sure. Like, I love to just slip them in. You know, um, we're improvisers, Josh. You yeah, know, you don't it's know like kinda, jazz. It's like jazz. You don't really, like, know what's going to happen. You know, like, sometimes the swear just hits you. Mm-hmm. But I do feel weird, or I feel weird if I'm in a show and there's, like, a swear word in a script. I feel... Uh, Interesting. I just feel, like, very, like, in my head about it. Like, very, like... And now I shall say the F bomb. <laughs> like, plan a, how angry should I be? And that feels weird to me. Mm-hmm. But if it slips out, it slips out. What happens if something, let's say you stub your toe? Oh. Like, you stub your toe right now. Uh, you broke your foot recently, too. I broke my ankle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happened when that happened? Did you swear? What did you say out loud? Oh, God, what did I say? I probably swore. Mm-hmm. What swear did you say, do you think? I probably said the F word. Mm-hmm. Look, breaking your ankle. Do you remember when I broke my ankle? I do. It was the coldest. Probably not as as yes. much as you remember it. It was the coldest, slipperiest day. It was like a day that everything was coated in ice. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at my Instagram while walking down the stairs inside my apartment building. <laughs> and I tripped and I broke my ankle. Or I fractured my ankle. Uh, and I... Whenever anyone asked how I broke my ankle, I wouldn't lie to them, but I would just say, oh, do you remember that day where it was just like everything was ice? And they'd be like, yeah. And I'd go, oh, it happened that day. It happened. Like I wouldn't. <laughs> That's the, you're not lying, but you're definitely leaving out details. No, but now, now it's kind of turned in. Now that's kind of like my fun dad joke where I'm like, remember that day? It was that day, but inside. Um, I would have never said inside. <gasps> Breaking news. 
Helen was published. Yes. So Paula, can you can you spell it for us so that the listeners can can use it in their everyday life? It is H E L L E N apostrophe. So it is a combination of hell and Helen and apostrophe. I'll just read you this email. Thanks for defining Helen. Editors read your definition and decided to publish it on Urban Dictionary. It should appear here soon. There's a link, but I'm sure if you just search it. Uh, Helen, uh, the definition, something that is incredibly cool and good, something that you just cannot get enough of. Example sentence, Keanu was so Helen good in that movie, he rules. Keanu was the key. People love him. They're going to vote for anything. Keanu Reeves. All right. What a- <laughs> Amazing. We'll get the t-shirts and the pins made for the next episode. I'm wearing one already. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. I think us. that's going to do it for us. What a shit and good episode. <laughs> that was so forced. I saw I you. I feel weird. I saw you aborting the the swear halfway through it. No, were, no, no, you no, no. slow no. that down frame by frame in video. Yeah, right. Exactly. I just start shaking my head. Before we go, Paula, did you have an earnest moment of the week? Um, I did. Josh, mine is a little, mine's a touch, a touch old. Sure. Just a simple, I should have done it last week. It was of a week. It was of a week, um, but we're still going to use it. So I, uh, as I mentioned, I went to a beautiful wedding last weekend, two weekends ago in Michigan of a dear friend, and it was very close to the Canadian border. Mm. So we just cruised on over there to see what was going on in Canada. Recent NBA champions, Canada. Please, for a second, for a second, do not think that I didn't play the Canadian national anthem when we crossed over. Of course I did. Of course I did. And we ate at this beautiful restaurant outside and there was a, a little duck that was sitting there because the restaurant was like on a lake, like you're on a deck and then there's a lake and there was a little duck just sitting there and I wanted to feed him so bad, but there was, there were like signs that kind of made it seem like they didn't want you to, like the signs said, don't feed the ducks. Sure. Um, <laughs> so they explicitly said, don't do it. They it's said, not don't like do they it. didn't want you to. They yeah, like, they clearly, said, don't feed is the this ducks. against the rules? Don't feed the ducks bread. So then the the manager of They're the restaurant, free. <laughs> <laughs> the manager of the restaurant came out with a big bucket full of just duck delights, seeds, other stuff, and she she comes next to me and she starts throwing it in the water and she goes, "That's Steve, our duck." And she said, he's not doing so well. And animal control won't do anything. So they're just spoiling him. They're just giving him oh, whatever no. whatever Steve wants. And we, th- we threw seeds, me and my new Canadian best friend. Meanwhile, people are saying A all around me, which was really exciting. They actually said it. And we're just... Oh, E-H. Yes. Sorry. A- You've a- been subbing in fake words for swear words all episode and i thought they were all just being like ass 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 um so they're we're throwing seeds to beautiful steve and then all of steve's little duck friends come and ducks are so beautiful up close ducks are a regal regal bird a regal swear word bird (laughs) regal bastard bird um so we're throwing seeds and then as i leave the manager says maybe to steve she goes Maybe this nice lady will give you some of her fries, which I took to mean feed Steve as many fries as you want. <laughs> and I went hog wild. <laughs> That's amazing. It was really fun. And I, I anyway, here he is. Yeah. I pull him out. <laughs> yeah. and I, like, I took him home. <laughs> yeah. My earnest moment of the week was I had an impromptu trip to a plant nursery and now I'm a plant owner. He's a plant boy. I, I have living beings that will live or die based on how I feed them. All the power. You have all the power in the world. I was going to say, I have all the responsibility. Yes. This is big for me. It's big for you. I have three different plants. I bought them. They're in my windows. They're thriving. I need to water them today. Um, Did you name them? I, know I you did name them. about naming them. No, no, no. I named them. I named them. And? So one of them is a pleomel. It's like a tiny little colorful tree. Okay. Um, Its name is Pleopatra. Adorable. Uh, Second one is an aloe plant. Okay. That's Alan Aloda. Okay, beautiful. And the third one is a Philodendron Brazil. Okay. His name is Phil Brazil. Phil Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Phil Brazil goes to the casino. He's wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt. He's probably from Jersey. And he was like, Phil Brazil is one of those guys who like in an investigative podcast yes where they're like the crime family infiltrated the whole 
city. But we can't talk about the Maglioni family if we don't talk about their associate, Phil, Phil Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> oh, I love that. So yeah, I uh, it I was not planning on getting plants. Sometimes and then I was out happens. with a friend and we got some plants. Hey, Josh, life is what happens when you're busy making other plants. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plants. Uh, I didn't I didn't make that up. I mean, the plants one I did, but not the sentiment. Please remember to rate, subscribe, review. It really does help if on Apple Podcasts you write a review. We would love to get some more reviews. If you're liking the podcast, it takes literally three seconds. You don't have to write a review. We would love if you I wrote mean, a review, but you can just rate. live off those reviews. It takes like three minutes, not even, it takes 30 seconds to rate it. Pew, pew, pew. That's you writing a review. <laughs> if you also, uh, if you like it, we'd love it if you told a friend. You can follow us on social media at Being Earnest Pod on all the channels you would expect. Um, but you can also send us an email if you have a earnest moment of the week, if you have a, if you have a small town festival. If yeah, there's anything we, you want to say to us, you can do it at beingearnestpod at gmail.com. And we love, 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 love hearing from you all. Um, we love when you guys give us submissions because it makes our jobs easier of yeah. not having to find stuff. And also, it's just, it's very fun. And you all have such amazing ideas and insights and festivals and, and everything so yeah. send them to us we truly love them yeah and as a young podcast a baby podcast. a baby podcast we are at your mercy so <laughs> we want to know we think certain things in here are fun and funny but if you're like ugh, they keep talking about how many pa- tattoos paula has yes <laughs> like, covered well guess what like honey that's saying because that's part of my life right exactly but <laughs> if you're like yeah but if you don't like that josh wears a hat yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Then uh, please let us know. Josh, I love your hat. Me too. Okay, good. Go Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, thank you to Ryan Cruz for the logo that she's RB Cruiser on Instagram mm-hmm. and Dylan Dutch uh, he for the theme song. He is Dylan Dutch on Twitter. Awesome. And I think our to go out this week, we'll just say, um, hey, everybody, I hope you have a Helen great week. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Why not be her?